Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Decker. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We are locked and loaded and ready to go. We got lots of stuff to go over today. It's a wrestling-centered show today, Mike. We got a lot of stuff. We got NXT. We got Double or Nothing. We got AEW News up the yin-yang to talk about today. We got some NBA Finals check-ins. Pistons news today and we're talking a change to your viewing habits for college and nfl football lots of stuff going at it today um but before we get to that i do want to say thank you to our sponsor righteous felon craft jerky for sponsoring this show use our code always right all one word at checkout to get not 15 but 20 percent off mike 20 percent off all products right now uh, through Father's Day. So go to RighteousFelon.com to get your craft jerky. They got sticks. They got jerky. They got a whole bunch of stuff there. Every single product of theirs is fantastic. They sent us a new uh, welcome bundle when we first signed on with these guys, and they sent us another one recently. This stuff is amazing. Really appreciate them sponsoring the show. Once again, go to RighteousFelon.com. Get, uh, get your jerky needs fulfilled for Father's Day weekend and use our code always right for 20% off. Um, but let's jump into it, Mike. Um, NXT Battleground, right? Was that it? Is that what, I, I don't know the names. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, Is it Battleground? Yes. All right. Battleground. All right. Um, NXT Battleground, it, it was here. It was, it was there. Um, it was a show. That's all I got. That's any any more insightfulness? To, I, nothing happened. So <laughs> I mean, it's one of, it's one of those shows where I think the in ring action was, was probably good. the yeah. best of the weekend for sure. But... Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I thought that I think there's a couple matches on here that I think over delivered, mm-hmm. but from like a progression of story, I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like mm. we had like one thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. It was yeah. just me. Uh, yeah, so we opened the show with our North American title match. Yeah. We had Wesley mm-hmm. defeating Joe Gacy and Tyler Bate. Yep. Got three and a half stars, went about 12 minutes long. Yep. And Wesley continues. Yeah, record-breaking reign as North American champion. He's got 20 gajillion title defenses at this point. Um, I thought it was a good match. I, I thought he's had better title defenses. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed, like, the Dijak match um, as just, like, an example um, but I thought this was a solid opener, fast pace, really kind of, you know, did their thing. Um, I would have preferred to see a new champion here. Um, but that's just me. I, once again, I, I'm, the, I'm at the level where it's like, you can, your, your thing can be, you know, you're the cardiac kid type thing, right? You just kind of keep pulling it out. But at some point you have to show me some level of personality. And right now he's just a smiling baby face, mm-hmm. right? Like there's nothing else to him right now. You know, you look at some of these other characters, not maybe not, yeah, not even WWE, but you look at AEW and other places where they've got some depth to them, right? They can be a smiling baby face, but they've got something to them. And I don't really feel like Wesley has that right now outside of his never give up, mm-hmm. you know, keep going, keep going type you attitude, it, right? Man. Where it's just like, yeah, all right. I ate my Wheaties in the morning. I said my prayers and took my vitamins, you mm-hmm. know, like it's kind of, we, we, we've seen that. <laughs> so yes, I'm interested yeah. to kind of see the development of that. Uh, next up, we had the NXT Heritage Cup mat- title match. Oh, yeah, man, oh. talk about the rules on this thing. By yeah. the way, I don't know. I didn't. I never watched a lot of NXT UK. Mm-hmm. I know uh, that's shocking because nobody did. But um, 
Hey, the, we watched the takeover once. Yeah, I look, I actually watched all the takeovers. Mm-hmm. I just didn't watch any of the TV because who wants to see that? But I didn't re- I didn't remember all the rule. I knew there was rules. I didn't remember the amount of things like the rounds and the yeah. You got cornermen and you got the it's two out of three falls and blah 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 blah. You know, so it was yeah. a it was a mouthful. Yeah. So to to run through it here, we had Noam Dar, Dragon Lee. Um, Noam Dar won the first round yep. in five minutes. Dragon Lee won the second round at the 11.24 mark. And then at the 14.22 mark, Noam Dar beat Dragon Lee 2-1 to retain the Heritage Cup title. Which is funny, it's a cup title. Yeah, cup title. Cup title, Um, my favorite. Yeah. Um, I dig the actual cup itself. I think it's cool. I think think it helps you kind of stand out a little bit. Uh A little surprised that Dragon Lee didn't get the win here. I don't know if it's a situation of because, you know, we talked about this, you know, a couple months ago when he signed, where it's like, well, he's going to be on the main roster sooner. So it's like almost like, well, like, let's utilize him, but in big matches, but not necessarily give him a bunch of wins because he's not going to be here very long. So what's better in the situation where it's like, okay, if you put on a good quality match and how help elevate some guys before you go to the main roster and forget that this ever happened, mm-hmm. or would it be better for him to win the North American title, hold it for a month, and then leave? Like, which one's. Better, I guess, yeah. in that situation. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I tend to, I tend to uh, look at the idea of winning, winning something than yeah. leaving because yeah. I think, like we've mentioned, a lot of the guys who come from Japan mm-hmm. or AEW or something, right. the casual WWE audience might not know who they are, right? And so this guy walks on NXT, everyone's like, "Oh, he is just so awesome!" Yeah, look former world cha- yeah, NXT former, champion, former yeah. whatever, whatever from Japan right. or whatever, and then he loses the five way the first one. Then he loses this Heritage Cup. It's like, so why was he a big name in Japan if yeah. he's losing? Good like, call. yeah, for sure. So I think I think he should eventually win something before he leaves, right? Because if he goes lose, 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 yeah. in NXT, then it's like, oh, he's going to the main roster now, right? Why? Why? Right? Yeah. I, I just when like you're not bringing up Braun Breaker. Yeah, it like, just feels like I'm like, okay, so we're just not going to commit anything long term to him because he's not long for the NXT world. Mm-hmm. But to your point, right? It's like, okay, but if I don't know who he is coming in. Uh-huh. You know, and maybe here's a, and it's like it's different for like guys like Shinsuke or yeah, you know those right. guys who are kind of coming in through mm-hmm. NXT or Adam Cole's, yeah. Where it's like, you know, Adam Cole was there the entire time in NXT, then just left. Yeah, yeah. He like at any moment he could just been on the main roster, and everyone yeah. would have been like, right. I know who that guy is, right? Because he's a big enough guy outside. Yeah, I don't know if Dragon Lee is a big enough name right. outside to like. Just yes. pull up to the main roster and be like, "Oh yeah, he's well, here." Well, like Andrade, right? No one knew who Andrade was. They're yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay. And then he like, only won the this? world title, had a banger with Johnny Gargano. Went, right. Oh, okay. Oh, this guy, okay. This is yeah, exactly. Right, cool, I'm right. Down. Like nobody realized that. Oh, he's a former IWGP Intercontinental Champion. He's mm-hmm. former AAA Heavyweight. Like you're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. you know, no one, no one's paying attention yeah, to that. It's different as much. when like Cody or if Kenny and the Bucks came yeah. in. Like they're already big enough names. Everyone knows who they yes. are. Dragon Lee, you don't really know who he is, so you got to see these matches and him win a few yeah. to defeat I have that. yet to see him go 100% still I either. Yeah. I have not seen like I don't know if it's just on... like the, the NXT or the WWE style where he's not going 100%, yeah. but it's... Yeah, it was, this match didn't ha- lend itself to any favors, right? This is such a story-driven mm-hmm. match, right? Um, I would, you know, in a perfect world, I would have just put Dragon Lee and Wesley and said, hey, you got 25 minutes, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just let him go balls to the wall. Because we've seen Dragon Lee, you know, against guys like Will Ospreay, right? He is a former IWGP junior heavyweight champion. So we've seen him in matches against Osprey or Hiromo Takashi. You know, like like you've got so many guys where, like, you you have that 
resume, and we just really haven't seen it yet. So yep. kind of interesting. Yep. All right, next up here, definitely match of the night. I don't even think Dude, these guys. Uh, we have last man standing match, Ilya Dragunov and Dijak, the only non-title match on the show, and uh-huh, it was the best match on the show. Yeah. Kind of crazy how that these, works. These dudes beat the living shit out of one another. Yeah. This was a... Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm gonna kill you, and you're gonna kill me. All right, high five. Yeah. <laughs> you know this I mean? this was a like a it's got true, five stars, right? The, uh, four and three quarters. Oh, okay. It's as close as you can get to five without being five. Of course. Yeah. Um, but this is literally the cl- like when you think of like no holds barred, oh, like yeah. stipulation match. I think this is what everyone wants in those type of matches. Right. Like this is what I would expect if Cody and Lesnar have a no holds barred in a third match. This is a kind of after like... After he wins the title. After he wins the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll wait two and a half years yeah. for that to happen. Uh, yeah, this is the kind of match I would expect them to have, is like something where Dijek literally walks out, hugs his kid, and goes, yeah, take her away. This is going to get bad. Yeah, right. Awesome. Just like right. awesome right off the bat where mm-hmm. you just set the bar of this is going to be a gnarly match. Yeah. And 16 minutes later... Either Dragunov's literally crying yeah. of how bad he's getting hurt, yeah. which is awesome. Dragunov's got that ability, too, just to take, like, four punches to the chest, and his chest looks like it's been mauled by a mm-hmm. bear, which I think is always crazy, yeah. you know? It's really, like, him and Tyler yeah. and Walter, to yeah. an extent, and Sheamus. Right. There's a lot of those guys who could just, like, four slaps, and you just look like you're just dead. Yeah. Um, I love the finish of this match, too. I thought the knee, right, like, into the chair, where, mm-hmm. like, and you just saw, like, oh, he's dead. Like, he's done. Like, yeah. that's it. Um... You know, I was a little surprised because I feel like I thought Dragunov was going to get called up sooner than later, so I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. that they didn't go the other way. Once again, another guy like Dijak, where I go, you've repackaged him now, right? Have him in some big moments. He is like the ultimate utility guy for them. Because mm-hmm. even before the whole T-Bar thing, which was a disaster, before he was putting on really good matches with Keith Lee, with Adam Cole, with Roderick Strong and these guys, and you're like, this guy's a... This guy's a stud. He's big. He's athletic. He can fly a little bit. He's got all the tools. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best promo in the mm-hmm. world, but outside of that, like I feel like DiJack's got a lot of things going for him. I'm surprised they haven't leaned more into him than yeah. they have. Yeah, I think I think he was a little early for that Wesley title picture. I think yeah, if we right. waited a month, yes, like if we were going into now, yeah. I'd be like, all right, DiJack kills Wesley. Yeah, it just becomes a huge heel off yes, of it. Like correct. I'd be. Yeah, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it at all. Yeah. But yeah, this match definitely the best match on the show. Yes, I think it's contender for match of the weekend. For and last I thought weekend. it told a nice story, right? Like to your point, right? He comes out, he's like, "Take him away!" Like this is going to get violent, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're setting the stage, and nothing's been done yet. You know, oh shit, okay. If he's saying that, right? That yeah. he knows that, like they're about to go through. Some, they're about to go through war. Yeah, you know, I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we had uh, NXT Tag Team title match. This might have been the match that had the hype yeah. that under-delivered through it. Yeah. Um, having Gallus and the Creed Brothers in a match together, yeah. you would just assume, like, all right, that's like automatically mm-hmm. a four-and-a-half-star match. Yeah. Um, I don't think they were really given the time to create that. No. Got nine minutes and 30 seconds, but Gallus beats the Creed Brothers. and Well, you're behind that match before. So the crowd's dead, mm-hmm. right? Because you have no, there's not a real lot of heat between the two teams, right? This yep. isn't really like a story driven. It's like, oh, hey, let's just put two teams out there. Um, love Gallus, love the Creed brothers. Um, no real story there. So I think it's hard to get to that point. And I don't like Gallus is like a weird tweener. 
mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, do you boo them? Do you not boo them? Like, they don't really cheat to win, but they're not necessarily fan favorites. And the Creed brothers are, so you're like, you kind of had like a little bit of like a split crowd, it felt like. Um, didn't have enough time, and you weren't, I don't think anybody went in thinking, oh, this is going to be a title change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that also hurt it quite a bit. Yeah, it was unfortunate because I love me some Creed Brothers. But. Yeah. I told you, dude. I was like, this this team's got legit, mm. legit, you know, stock. You know, I'm ready for it. Yeah. The co-main event here, we have the NXT Women's Title Tournament Final Match for the Vacant Title, mm-hmm. which is vacant because reasons. Right. Um, Tiffany Stratton defeats Laya Valkyrie in 16 minutes to become the new champion. We were way off on this one. <laughs> Very off on this one. Good for <laughs> Tiffany Stratton for the win. Yeah, this feels like the like if you're looking for a, you look at her overall arc so far and you go, oh, okay, so she is a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. like Through and through. Through and through, right? Yeah. Blonde, good looking, former fitness model, bodybuilder type build, right? She's athletic as hell. Um, is clearly has a a knack for it, right? She's not polished by any stretch, but she's athletic enough. Mm-hmm. I thought the moonsault she did was picture for like that was a Christopher Daniels best moonsault ever. That was like dead on. Her signature move is called the prettiest moonsault ever. Right. Well, so you know, you know, you know. So I thought that was like wow, that was really quite good. Mm-hmm. All things considering, right? Um, I thought it was interesting how we get. Um, Valkyrie and her rather than Cora and Roxanne, right? So I was like, okay, so he went with like the two kind of out of left field a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing the situation with how the title went vacant, they were just okay giving it to Stratton to begin with. And kind of looking back, you're like, oh, okay, so this is just kind of set up for yeah. her to get the title here. Mm-hmm. She's a women's WWE women's champion type. Like, you just made her out of a machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's your champion, there you right? Tall, blonde, pretty. It, it all works. You mm-hmm. know, it's just no shocker there. Nope, not at all. Um, and then we had our main event. We had Cabral Hayes. We had Braun Breaker. They're destined to do this forever. Apparently. They're just, yeah. they're just doing it Braun Breaker's going to be on the main roster? Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> uh, after 14 minutes, 15 seconds, Cabral Hayes gets the win. Gets the win. After a crazy spear. Yeah. was like the one big highlight of the match for yep. him was that he just died in a spear. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, wins it. And then afterwards, guess who would show up? Baron Corbin. Oh, my gosh. Oh no my way. God. No way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, like, it, you know, who knows? Yeah. Brain splits. Cares. Well, you know, he's a free agent, right? So was Mustafa Ali yeah. showed up too, right? The crazy part was though is he's he's I guess yeah, he is a free agent, so he could just show up on all three shows apparently yeah, at this right. point. So. Take the L's everywhere. Take the L's <laughs> on all three shows. Um I will say this though. I, I do feel like WWE does a nice job of like a guy like Baron Corbin, who you don't really have any mean roster plans for at the moment, right? Allow him to go to NXT, right? Where mm-hmm. you can reestablish yourself a little bit. He's big, he's a big, intimidating heel. You go back and you look at it, and you go, man, it's a former Money in the Bank winner. He's a former United States champion, right? Like he's done things on the main roster, former king of the ring, mm-hmm. to now go in and be this imposing heel for a, a now babyface Carmelo Hayes to, to vanquish. I think it allows you to build guys while you're feuding with Corbin because Corbin is at a point, like Dolph, right, where, okay, you know, if if he's getting pushed, cool. If he's not, cool. It kind of works either way, right? Mm -hmm. So I think they're really utilizing some of their maybe utility players that they don't have real plans for on the main roster. Mustafa Ali is interesting. I think he's a guy who could, like, actually, like, do a little something there. Mm -hmm. They're trying to push him. He had a good showing on Night of Champions. 
it's just where do you put where do you slot him? I think NXT, you know, could be a good spot for him. Yeah. But yeah, so that was NXT. Better uh, than I thought it was going to be. Yep. It really was. I, I mean, I can't I can't fault the effort. I can't fault anything like that. I just, you know, because I don't watch every single week. I think it's sometimes you're like, okay, where's the story in some of these, right? And then others, yeah. it doesn't. Sometimes it feels like outside of the main event and maybe one other match, there's not a lot of real build, mm-hmm. right? It's just like, hey, he gets a title shot. Or, mm-hmm. hey, we're doing this. And you go, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 a hard brand because it's one of those I don't watch week to week and I also don't know the people. Yeah. Like AEW, I can live not watching week to week because if you're just going to do – Kenny and Moxley, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I know those guys. Yeah. I kind of have the story down right. regardless. When you're throwing Tiffany Stratton and Live yeah. Out, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Right. Counter the fact that I don't watch every week. Yeah. It's just like I just mm-hmm. I yeah. just miss out on a lot of that developmental stuff there. Right. So For sure. Yeah, I thought this was a good show, yeah, though. Good show. Yeah, all things considered. One of their better ones since the 2.0 thing. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree. I would say that this yeah. is a probably. It was wonderful. a lot better than the last one. Oh my god! When yeah. you start, when you have one good match compared to like five good matches, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice yeah. upgrade. Yeah, I'm gonna give it good, especially going up against Double or Nothing. I thought yeah. they really tried to put their best foot forward and went, "Listen, maybe the story is not the greatest, but we're gonna we're gonna try to outpace you a little mm-hmm. bit." And and I think in some capacity they did I, on I, some I, of I these matches. So, yeah. so, all right, switching gears here. Yep. Not not because uh, it's full gear. It's double or nothing time. <laughs> yep. Trying to think of a double or nothing pun. Couldn't think of one. So yeah. that's where we got. Um, <laughs> first order of business. Yep. Is I want to start the petition. Okay. I'll be the first one to start the petition. Oh boy. Can we please leave Las Vegas for the show? Yes. Because this crowd sucked. Yes. Thank you. And here's the thing, they need to leave Chicago too. They need to yeah. stop. Banking, so they need to start moving. And, and like, Tony made the made that call too, yeah. Where he said, like, we've been, you know, we've been a- asked, you know, like, when are you going to bring a pay per view to some of these other cities that we're touring on? Mm-hmm. I think Detroit is definitely in the running for mm-hmm. one of these shows coming up yeah. sooner rather than later. But they need to start getting some variety in where the hell they're holding some of this shit because this this crowd felt like, yeah, yeah, we've been here. Well, and you you could just feel the difference. And I'll I'll give a. A quarter pass because Chicago always brings the crowd. Yeah, even though they go there all the time, their yeah. crowd's still normally really good. Mm-hmm. But that's why like Revolution Full Gear, yeah, always feels so popped and like right. hyped. It's because right. they don't they go to a different place every single time. Yes, because like, they're this, excited to be there. The last like, one was yeah. in California. It was the first time they were ever in California, yeah. or the second time they were ever yeah. in California mm-hmm. or whatever for a pay per view. Yeah, I mean they were just balls to the walls watching. Right. And that's and a Bryan. low key like Detroit. I feel like. I know people are like, well, it's California, of course, but like, but if you really put it in wrestling perspective, PWG runs LA. Yeah. And those crowds are banana standing room only shit. Yeah. And those places are nuts. That's the fan that's the fan base that AEW appeals to the most. Yeah. So you're gonna get yeah. the three times the no, I was saying three of eighty five times the crowd going into one of these shows because you're not here every mm. single year. That's big. Yeah. It's huge. Like they should pop into Philly a few times. Oh my god. They should yes. pop into yes. California more often mm-hmm. a little bit. Yep. Um, Florida. Like Florida, I, I, know, I know I like they, they, they have Daly's place, but like overall, they could run bigger stadiums. Yeah, in, in Florida, yeah. Yeah. you know, Michigan, another Texas. one, Texas. Texas is a I think one. there's a couple like five or six of these places that mm-hmm. they need to hit with some of these pay per views because they could be 
balls to the wall pay per views. If they yeah, bring I back. can't wait. They're they're gonna be. I I'm gonna say within the next two years, Detroit's gonna have one. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think I think but, they're. Um, I think we're. Just if they up enough. the number to even five or six, I yeah. definitely think at that point we'll get to one. Yeah. Um, like I'm anticipating not to go to the back to WWE, but like I think SummerSlam is going to be off the hook for W for the WWE because I think Detroit's been so starved for a core four show like yeah. this, where it's like a big sh- like SummerSlam is the second biggest show of the year. Yeah. It's the, them or SummerSlam or, or WrestleMania. You're like, okay, if we get one of those two. That's a yeah. big fucking deal. Yeah, I I had like two point five to the Rumble just because. Yeah, Rumble, Rumble's fun but, too. Right, right. Yeah, but, um, there's also only four matches on the Rumble, so it's a little. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So, uh, uh, but yeah, no, uh, we need to get this out of Los Angeles at least for a couple years. If yeah. you want to go to another right. gambling state to do the same kind of tone and yeah. then go back in a couple years, right. sure. But like, I feel like this crowd just because it's the same people that go to the show mm-hmm. every year probably, yeah. and it just feels like they're just like, and the show wasn't great altogether. No. Nope. But it's like they—I feel like a lot of times they were just sitting on their hands, and it make it better. I—I'll add to that too, right? With Vegas, you know, taking talking in the business side of it, right, is that you have people that are in the front rows or that have been comp tickets by the hotel. So, like you, me, you know, WrestleMania Nine. I'm gonna put your historical caps on here for a second, right? Like historical, you know, historically, WrestleMania Nine is not considered a great WrestleMania because you had it was in Vegas outside in a place where it's not wrestling heavy, right? Mm-hmm. So now you put a whole bunch of people that aren't really wrestling fans out there. They're like, oh, I know who Hulk Hogan is, right? But I don't really know everybody else. Similar fashion here. You have a oh, you have a smaller than, you know, smaller than, you know, a 5% of the crowd there that maybe doesn't really watch week to week or is not as invested, and they have some premium seats. So now you're looking and you go, you've got chunks of your audience that are just like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to be excited about, you know, mm-hmm. the elite versus Blackpool combat. Club. Like, why do I care? Right. Yeah. So I think that really affects it long term when you keep going back, when fans are like, oh, you keep coming here. I don't need to. It's not no longer appointment viewing for me anymore. Yeah, exactly. So like if you if we knew Detroit was coming for revolution for four years in yeah. a row, I don't think we'd go to all four. No, because we'd look and go, ah, the car's just not. Yeah, and we know they're coming the next year. It's like a guarantee that they're coming next year. It's like, maybe we'll just wait until next year. Yeah, right. I think that's what they do for Double or Nothing. It's, ah, this show's not that great. They'll probably come here next year. Let's go next year. Exactly. And so... Um, Yeah, so I think think they got to get out of Las Vegas. This was probably one of their worst Mm pay-per-views. Probably. I want to say ever. They've only been around like five years, so it's like, you know, it is what it is. So uh, this was not a great show. There's like two or three matches that save it. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just kind of, eh. Yeah, it's a a very average, and I think it also just stands. I think if AEW's quality wasn't as high as it was, I think this would be a good show. But, like, and I know a lot of people on Twitter have been, like, arguing that fact. Mm -hmm. It's, like, uh, comparatively to what they do, it's a lower show. But in terms of a general pay-per-view of a wrestling show, I think it's a good show. I wasn't bored watching this show. I was having a fun time with the show. It was just... Yeah. I didn't walk away going... Yeah, they, wow, they, didn't put on, they didn't put on seven four-and-a-half-star matches like they normally do. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, we open the show with a gigantic battle royal because, yeah. you know, that's a good way to start. It's either a ladder match or a battle royal. So, mm-hmm. start I'm, off with this one. I'm really 50-50 on this match. Okay. Um, go, I'll let you finish first. Yeah, so we had Orange Cassie and a whole bunch of people. I'm not going to name everybody. No. There are 20 other people in no. it. Um, went 22-and-a-half minutes-ish. Yeah. Final four, we were looking at Orange Cassidy, Swerve, Big Bill, and... I don't even remember. Didn't write it down, yeah. so I don't remember, I don't but... Um, I had Swerve ready to go. I was like, Swerve was the last one. I knew that. Yeah, Swerve, Swerve <laughs> yeah. was there. Yeah. Uh, him, and I'm trying to... Let's see. Looking through. I, I 
Yeah, it's all good. It's just fine. Uh, but yeah, so the, I think the match was fine. I, I do like mm-hmm. the one thing I was worried about for this match yep. is they were going to put 20 nobodies in this match. Yep. I was happy to see that, like, Ricky, mm-hmm. Jay White, yep. Juice, Lucha Bros, like, they put in talent in this match. I do feel like the only people that really had a shot was, like, Swerve, mm-hmm. Dar- or Orange, who did win. Yeah. And, like, maybe Jay or Ricky could have won. Yeah. But, like, we, like, there were, like, 15 people that didn't work the, and win. This match, for, so I want to say uh, two things. So... From a positive perspective, I thought this battle royal was really entertaining. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really good battle royal. Like, I don't yes. know if you're going to get much better than that. Not honestly. really. Like, I thought they told a nice story, right? Good eliminations. Good, the final one was interesting. Yeah. Like good, a, good, like, thorough, like, yeah. through lines where, like, both the best friends sacrifice themselves for Orange at right. one point, too. Right. Like, I kind of like that yeah. little addition mm-hmm. to it, too. Yeah. Like, good storyline. To, to, told a good story. Um, I, my biggest complaints were, I, I, I agree with you in the sense of, yeah, I don't want 20 no-names out there where, like, you don't want that rumble where you got Cena and Ryback and you go, there's nobody else has yeah, a chance. Yeah, literally no one else. Yeah. So, like, I agree with you, but at the same time, that also hurts me a little bit because I go, so he just went through, like you just mentioned, Jay White, both Lucha Bros, Juice, mm-hmm. Swerve. Big, like all these people, and you go, he just beat everybody. Yeah, so it's like it's like a kind of a double edged sword a little I, bit. I would agree with that. I think in the battle royal, yeah, instance, it's a little bit easier. It's a little easier. It's not like it was like a chamber thing, right? Where everyone had to get pinned, pinned. and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's very easy. And the the big name guys, like yeah. the juices, got thrown out like unexpectedly right. or like right. out of nowhere. It wasn't like they were fighting someone and someone just overpowered them. Mm-hmm. It was very much like. Oh, Big Bill caught him after he eliminated Ricky or something. Like it wasn't. Right. It, I I didn't watch any eliminations. And go. Ooh, he looked really bad on that. Right. One. Like. Yeah. I don't think they did anyone dirty in that sense. Yeah. And I think they progressed storylines pretty well through. Most I, of and these. I. The other thing too, I will say about this match, that I thought was a positive, is it definitely feels like we're going to get a swerve, orange feud now. Hopefully, coming at Wednesday. Like, right. So like, I'm excited. Whether that's a title change or not. I want to see this. I want to see this now get legit TV time, not just in match form, mm-hmm. right? Like, if like I think Swerve is hitting on a different level right now. I'm really yeah. digging his vibe right now. Um, from an in ring perspective, he looks like he's bulked up a little bit. I definitely mm-hmm. feel like he is in a in a in a mood right now. I want to see this now turn into something. Whether Swerve takes the title on Wednesday and then immediately and then we go back, whatever. I want to see these guys get some promo time, get some face-to-face stuff. Like, I want to see them really, and it goes back to my bitch about the title that it is right now. They're doing such a great job of making Orange Cassidy look like this, like like the dude, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever been more popular than right now, and that's hard to say. Let's, let's now, let's put some more fire into that, right? And let's lean into him more and say, hey, instead of these unprompted matches with no build, hey, what if we build it now? Imagine how big that could be, right? Where now Swerve versus Orange Cassidy can be a, a semi-main underneath, you know, uh, MJF versus Name a Dude, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that that's where I want to get it to because I think you have that amount of talent and the amount of people that care about these talent in that match, and now that makes the title worth that much more. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like that part about it. I thought this is as good as you could be for a battle royal. I yeah. will take this 100% over a casino ladder match every single time. You pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, good time. Got four and a quarter star. Eh, fun time. I would say yeah, that that's pretty good. Yeah. Next up, 
this is definitely, and I blame the crowd for this one strongly. Yeah. This this is definitely the the downgrade of the show. Yeah. This this one hurt a lot. Yeah. Uh, Cole and Chris Jericho. I feel like no one cared. No heat. No, no heat. heat. Literally, because everybody knew. Yeah. There's no way Cole's not winning this match. Exactly. There's no. They tried. I'm gonna give him a lot of credit. They tried. It, it felt like they were like, okay, mm-hmm. what? Maybe let's try this and let's do this. Yeah. You know and what I, mean? I think this might be a slight unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think that tag match they did on Dynamite might have been a better. Yeah, match on yes, the show. I would agree. Just with because you. I think even when the women get mm-hmm. in, there's a chance that Britt could lose to Sarai. Right, and Jericho could have took the win. Right, or what if tag. Jericho hits a what if Jericho hits a pain maker or whatever the elbow, the Judas effect mm-hmm. on on Britt? Yeah, how exactly. much heat does that get? Yeah, that get a lot more heat. Yeah, stuff. I think that tag match. Yeah. looks would've a been, lot better. And it would have been bigger. And yeah, it would have been a bigger match on pay per view than yeah. it did on. The Looking at it, after. I was really excited for Cole Jericho. I think this would have been better if you would have just allowed them to have a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's an unpopular opinion too, because I know they try to go with like the super like no holds barred. You know he's mm-hmm. going to hit him. And the finish you saw with the chain and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought in this particular scenario, it would have almost been better to have Cole beat Jericho in a straight up wrestling match mm-hmm. because I I'm still of the opinion. And you can disagree with me. Cole is definitely the guy at all in. I I, yeah. I don't know if I, they're okay. building anybody. I'll add, we're going to talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Here. yeah. With the outcome of some Japan stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's definitely going to be the right, guy there. right, and we'll hit that I, on that in a second. Sure. So all of that, all that thrown in. I don't know if the t- the thought was okay if we put him in a no holds barred that it adds more to it so that it's like a bigger win. But then he won on Dynamite too, and he pinned him. So it's like, it, I, I it, it like was I was weird. saying, I think it just would have been better if it was flipped where mm-hmm. they dig the tag match. You got more heat and everything. He wins, and then you're like, you know what? Street fight. Right. I want you right, one-on-one right. street right. fight on Dynamite. Yeah. And then that Dynamite crowd was really hot. Yeah. So you would have got a much hotter match. Yeah. I think in terms of both, I think it would have just been better if it was flipped. Yeah. But they did it this way. It went 19 minutes. Too long, too. Way too long. Yeah. I think for this, it should have been chair shot, chair shot, kendo, yeah. kendo, yeah. done in like thir- 12 minutes. It yeah. just like quickened out of there. Mm-hmm. I will say uh, Special Force or Sabu walking out there going, let me just climb this up. Through a table, I'm dead, and leave was, like, the funniest thing. I don't know why they brought him in. We saw him at GCW. Mm-hmm. Couldn't walk. Yeah. So I was like, dude, you're going to bring out... This isn't Sabu even at, like, his 50s. This is Sabu crippled and has got back problems and hip problems yeah. and everything else. Like, yeah, just didn't... And, yeah. and Sabu with Adam Cole and Roderick Strong makes no, no sense. sense. Yeah, it hey, was just funny. To the best technical wrestler in the world... Guy who hit himself with chairs for twenty years. Yeah, what? It was uh, he just like walked out with a chair, threw chairs at people. Not yeah. even like hit them, just like threw yeah. That's them a at Sabu him. special. Yeah, I know it yeah. is. Um, then he like walked out, climbed up the climbed up the turnbuckle, uh-huh. jumped off, died. Yeah, and then got up and went. I'm gonna go to the back now. And yeah. then everyone just kind of scurried into the back. Yeah. And he, then he, he even the scores. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I guess. <laughs> even though he wasn't hitting anyone on the way up, he was just kind of walking back. He's like, he's like "Don't up. touch me! Don't touch me! Don't touch me! I got one yeah. spot. That's all I have." And then and then Sarai came out. Yeah. And she later walked into the ring just to leave because Britt came like mm-hmm. four seconds after her. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "I thought that was just so funny." Yeah. Um, it just not. And not I don't good. think anything really worked in it. It wasn't. It, was it wasn't bit. what they were hoping for. It was snake bit a little bit. Yeah. yeah, something that did work a lot better than I thought it was going to work though. This tag team match, mm. FTR, mm. and I had no listen. It was mm. it was a good match. Yeah, never thought. No, neither did I. No, nope. there was. I tried. A, there I was tried. Even a, there was even a moment where no. I thought it was going to happen. Even with all the shenanigans, yeah. I was like, "This is not going to happen." Yeah. Um, FTR, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, 
Uh, went 20 minutes, which is wild. Yeah. A, a wild match. Um, four stars here. Um, yeah, they just killed each other. A lot of wild spots. I mean, Albert I Edwards loved, died. I love they like, brought Karen in. I love that. I love the, the, guitar, the guitar shot, right, mm-hmm. from Karen to uh, Aubrey, Edwards. Aubrey Edwards. I thought, yeah. yes, that's that I works. think that was the second. Yeah. That the match was like, okay, Turn. now it's like a good oh, match. Oh, yeah, right. Like, the yeah. match, everything before that, I said, this is, like a, this is fine. fine. Like, I'm not I'm not loving it. The second she hit her with that chi- with that, yeah. with that guitar, yeah. I went, all right, this match went, like, at least half a star up. Yeah. Just just for that. It was fine. Listen. Because the crowd actually got into it after yeah. that moment. This was four guys going out there trying to earn the right to say, this was a credible title defense for FTR, right? <laughs> like, that. that's really what they had. They had so much work to do to get to that point where you go, okay, hey, all right, let's go, right? We're, we're, you know, and we've got a lot of story here, the Mark Briscoe thing, right? I thought they tried to stack the deck as much as possible. You got, there's a chance mm-hmm. that Jeff and Jay Lethal win the title. And you go, if FTR was champion for a year, you may have an opportunity to do that, but they just won them, so it's not happening. This this card felt like that mm-hmm. in, a, in a microcosm. This, this match was like, going to be solid. I'm not going to have any real complaints, but I'm never going to feel like on the edge of my seat that I'm going to witness something cool here. Mm-hmm. Never felt like that. I'm still, I really think they need to get, and, and maybe this is just because I'm I'm Jeff Jarrett staying here, but like I think Jarrett, Jay, and Sotnam as a three-man team, I think could do awesome. Yeah. I, whether it's with House of Black or when House of Black drops them, I think those three guys as a trio with, with Sotnam being the, Big heater and you know and lethal bumping his ass off and Jared as the as the heel guy. I just think like that is a great trio yeah. to allow where you go. Oh shit! Okay, like you've got the the giant, you've got workers, you've got heat, you've got talkers. Everything works with that group. Mm-hmm. They just aren't put, they're just putting everybody over. I just yeah. feel like you need something to make me feel like they're a credible threat because mm-hmm. they haven't won a title. They've got fifty five title chances and one damn thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, I think I think six man would be. Really fun right, where you protect the big guy, right? Mm-hmm. When he comes in, everything he does is impactful, right? Mm-hmm. Where they win, you go, and then Jarrett and Lisa are taking time, like you can, you can try, yeah. But and, we got this big bastard right I here. Think, you ain't beating this guy. And I think if you give it like six months, I think yeah. if the acclaimed, yeah, I think the acclaimed would be a perfect team to, yes. to do it for. Yes, if you if you bunny hop it to the acclaimed somehow overcome House of Black, right? With how strong they are, mm-hmm. and somehow pull up the miracle, and then you just bring in Lethal and all of them, yeah. and you go, all right, stop this big guy. Yeah, and, and Sodom have, just comes in there, one move, choke slam, boom, choke done. slam, it kills all yeah. three of them, and literally Jared's just standing there, yeah. and just gone. Yeah, right, I told cool. you, like told you. I'm yeah, the I, smartest I got, I got, one. Yeah, yep. like I, I would like that. I don't think I would like them just killing House of Black. No, I don't want. Think, no, that's what I'm I saying. I think the acclaim on a high rise just to get creamed out. Yeah, even if it was like a three day title run. Yeah, if right. they won it at Forbidden Door or something, mm-hmm. three days later, yes. Satnam Singh just said, "I'm going to kill you guys and yeah. win these titles." And then the whole time you're just like, "Man, I, mean, I don't want these guys holding the titles," and they're they're laughing their ass off because you're like, "You can beat up us." Yeah, well, you're not beating, beating up, up this guy. guy. Look yeah. at this guy. He's a he's a generational talent. And yes. then I feel like the heat just pours yeah. in. Yeah, no, that one I would um six man titles. Yes. No problem at yes. all. I think yeah. it'd be a really fun six man team. Right. Um take the Ring of Honor six man titles I, off of I, whoever I, the hell those are honestly, on. Honestly, if you if you put them in Ring of Honor, one thousand percent. Oh right yeah. Now. Yeah, for sure. Brian Cage and that and that six yeah, man the they got there. Thing. Yeah, the yeah. embassy, I'd be down. Yeah. Put that in the next pay per view. Totally okay. Uh, and AEW TNT ladder match, Wardlow and Christian Cage. I hated this match. Really? I hated this match. I thought it was I, I, slightly better than what I thought it was going to be. I did not like this match at all. And here's why. When you have Wardlow mm-hmm. do the Jeff Hardy spot, 
and immediately gets up to stop Christian from getting the title, <laughs> killed it for me. Yeah, I, was like, I go, here's the thing. If you would have told the story of he took him out, took himself out, but then he cost himself the title, mm-hmm. imagine where that story goes, right? Because yeah. now Christian's like, I knew it. I'm smarter than you. I told you. I'm a veteran, right? I'm a former world champion. They need a TNT champion who is, you know, who's smart, who's diligent, who knows how to work. You're just that, you know, meathead who's just trying to look for the easy spot. Mm-hmm. That's a story that you can get credible in where it's like, oh, I can't wait for Wardlow to tear this dude's head off. But instead, he just, oh, I'm fine. And then he gets up and yeah. he, he wins it. I'm like, oh, God, it just was not good. Yeah. It was not. Well, can we stop with ladder matches for a while? Um, everybody. I know we're getting money in the bank, which is going to be terrible. <laughs> I was gonna say we, but like, well, I'm terrible. There's some good guys. In yeah. Match, but like, but sure. you know what I mean though? Like I just like, I feel like AW every show has a ladder match on it and I'm done with it. It, it. You can only reinvent the wheel so many times. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like when someone gets in trouble, what if we do a ladder match? Oh, okay. And then it's just never, mm-hmm. it's exciting to think about, but it never delivers. Yeah. So I was not a fan. Especially in this particular situation. It's Christian's match. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Edge's match, but it's Christian's match. This is the time where if you're going to do a title swap, that's where. Because you didn't beat him. You you outsmarted him. It's a totally different story. Mm-hmm. So, least favorite match on the show that was like an actual match. We're going to get to that women's match. It wasn't really a thing. But, yeah, like, okay. this was my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. I think I think the cool one was my least favorite, but yeah. it's because I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. Right yeah. Um, this one, at least, was entertaining because they were just yeah. jumping from high things. So... <laughs> I got an idea. Uh, Jump from that. <laughs> Warlow, can you go yeah. and fall and almost die? Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, women's world title match. I actually missed this and go, all of this match because okay. I went to go get popcorn during this match. <laughs> not not in a not bad I swear, not in a bad way. Yeah. I thought this match was going to go like 15 minutes. So yeah. I was like, I left when like they started <laughs> walking out or like when they were doing the promo thing or the, the, the real, the, yeah. why this match is happening. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back like a couple minutes in. I'll miss the first few minutes. Sure. Yeah. Who cares? I'll walk, come back in and she's holding the title. I said, I missed the whole thing. Yeah. And then I walked over and Josh said, yeah, we got a new champion. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, Three I mean, minutes. Yeah. This job. was Jamie. She's hurt. Go, yeah. She's so. hurt. You know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And not a lot to say about it. Cool. Uh, I, I listen. Tony Storm's more entertaining getting, now than she, she was the first time. She's getting an actual title reign instead of having the interim in front of her face yep. the entire time. So exactly. I dig it. I'm kind of surprised they didn't go with Paige or Soraya as mm-hmm. the champion, but maybe because we'll they get don't. There. I mean, well, it could be too. She's like, I can't maybe do that every mm-hmm. week, right? Where like Tony's. Still yeah, she in could the be prime. out there helping her, but yeah. like actually in ring. I don't right. know. If she, she's Let's hope this it. runs better. Her first run was terrible. No one cared. No. So. All right, AEW World Trios title open house match, which is crazy because I didn't know. I thought they were just on the show. Yeah. Like, no. they were, like, the Acclaim won, like, a battle yeah. royal to right. be number one contenders. Yeah. So I was like, I just, I assumed yeah. that that was the match. Was. And it was just, like, open challenge. And it's I like, went, oh, here they're coming. I go, I thought we knew this. I was already. like, yeah. the Acclaim came out. I was like, we knew this, right? Yeah. And I was, like, looking around, like, no one else knew. And I was like, we didn't know this? I don't even watch the show every weekend. I knew this. Or just better. This is what yeah, it is. So, uh, yeah, House of Black comes out. Um, Billy Gunn, the Acclaim, challenged the open challenge, yep. obviously. Um, one thing I... So, just fundamentally, I don't love this idea of... The open challenge? The no, I, I'm, a, I'm fine with the open challenge rules because I think yeah. it's kind of unique to them. Okay. I don't love the idea that the Acclaim get, get to- an opportunity to pick a stipulation and didn't. Yeah, right. I was like, yeah, you're not... I was like, I, yeah, I was like, you guys are stupid. Yeah. I was like, you should pick a stipulation that... 
helps you. That's right. literally right. the entire point of the concept right. is we have all these stipulations that help us, right. but we're going to give you guys one to maybe help you guys out a little right. bit to try to even yeah. the playing field. We're going to beat you at your own game. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And the acclaim are like, no, no, we're better than you, so we're just going to beat you at whatever you – and I was like – no, yeah. you're not better. I, I didn't love this. Ma- I didn't love this match either. Um, I no. thought it was a lot of Anthony Bowen getting his ass kicked, it and was. then the match was over. It was like okay. I was waiting. I don't know if yeah. the time got cut for some reason, but it was it was Bowen's Bowen. It, it felt like I say this all the time. It felt like the longest. Yeah, it was really long. Beat, beat down yeah. of a player because you're like, man, tag. he still didn't get the tag. I was like, I was like, we went like ten minutes of him just getting his ass kicked yeah. just for Billy Gunn to come in. One famouser, up. famouser, suck it, comes out kicked in the face. It's over, and I was like, oh. Oh, I was like, Max Caster not was he not cleared or something because he wasn't <laughs> know, in the match. I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't um, know what happened. This is the only issue that you're seeing now too. I felt like with the House of Black, where it's like, man, this is like a perfect trio mm-hmm. in so many ways, right? You got Brody, who's the big buff guy. Yeah. Alistair's the mastermind, but you know, Buddy Matthews is the take the bumps, high flyer, like impactful, like everything. They're just so good. Yeah. It's so it's such a great three man team where it's like, man. I, whoever beats them, you're almost going to feel like that's the team that beats them. It you is, know what I mean? Because and that's why like, I imagine it's going to be the acclaim because they're so yeah, over. Yeah. And they did the whole thing afterwards. We got to get daddy ass. We got to get daddy ass title. Yep. And he's not going to go for singles title. Sorry. So it's going to be a tag How title. So. Billy Gunn. That's badass Billy Gunn. That's daddy ass Billy Gunn. All right. It's a hall of famer. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, but I, it's got to be the six man titles. I imagine they're the over mm-hmm. team that's going to beat them at mm-hmm. one point. Yep. It just kind of feels like I don't, I don't know if I'll believe it. Right. Because they're so good. Right. Like, you, ki- they killed the elite. Mm-hmm. They're going to kill. I think they, who else? They, they killed uh, Best Friends and they well, killed all these other teams. Everyone's killed. But, like, best they kill teams. Yeah. Like, it's like 30 seconds, mm-hmm. destroy them. Yeah. Even in this match, yeah, they, they claim they had no offense. Them. They killed no, them. None. So I'm like, Their offense was the pre-match rap. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, making fun of Buddy Matthews yeah. was hysterical. Let me yeah. tell you, one of the best. Yeah, that was like, good. One of the that best good dibs out of. But yeah, I I'm like, unless the elite get back and challenge them or something, or yeah. Blackpool Combat Club probably could have a good Maybe. shot at it. Yep. Uh, but then if they beat them, yeah, who the hell? Who's, yeah. who's beating Blackpool yeah. then? If yeah. it's if it's Claudio Moxley and Brian or or Takeshka or something. Yeah. Who, who's being that three? Is Takeshka even in the BCC? I'm so confused I think by that, by the way. But we'll get there. Okay. All right. But yeah, no, House of Black's awesome. They're just getting to that point where it's like, they kind of look unstoppable. Yeah, and so so it's, you're like, it's like fun because they're so good, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I, it's I like don't Who's going to beat them? And you're like, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, but when they do lose, you're like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's I guess fine. the acclaim is well, fine. But somebody like, had to beat them, so I guess that's okay that they beat them, but like. Really? <laughs> yeah, I like. It's just like unless you get that super team of Okada, Tanahashi, oh and Ishii come in or yeah, something, exactly. and forbidden door, and that's the team to do it. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, who's beating that? Can team? you imagine? Yeah. Okay. So I got Okada. Yeah. It's, no, it's all Japan super team. Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, Okada, and they took the L. All right. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do. It's literally impossible. <laughs> Oh my but god! But no, because uh, they're a team. Yeah. Those are three superstars. Super yes, yeah. you know what? That would make sense, except for every other time where two super guys beat a tag the tag champs immediately. Every single time. time. Yeah. The, we're tag team specialists. This is why they're they have the edge here. Cena and Batista uh, hold, hold my, my beer. beer. <laughs> Dead immediately. Immediately. Yeah. yeah I was Miz saying, and Cena immediately. Yeah, put like Osprey Shingo. Oh my god! And like yeah. Okada together, yeah. still have no chance against House of Black. Somehow, exactly. I don't understand. Yeah, um, unreal. Anyway, yeah. So next up, Jesus. Oh god, uh, this is finally when the crowd woke up. 
Yeah. Uh, if you want to say it, we'll come mm-hmm. finally. Uh, not for this match. <laughs> what happened after this match? Yeah. Uh, so we had Jay Cargill, uh, TBS title match, uh, yep. defeated Ty Valkyrie, eight yep. minutes, 47 seconds. Very shocked because I, uh, I thought Ty was just going to beat her. Yeah, again. I was like, I was Did, like, I didn't know. I was, was kind of annoyed. It. I was like, so what's the plan? That was my, literally, I said that out loud. I went, so are we just, she's just champion forever. Got it. Yeah. Cool. This is dumb. <laughs> and then like 36 seconds. And I was bad. like, I was like, okay, like, yeah. all yeah. right. I will say, so, um, I don't have as big a problem with this yeah. as previous iterations of this idea of someone yeah. just walking out and winning the title yeah, yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah. Only because Sterling's the one yeah. that opened the challenge. And they've up. established it, right? They did it last week on Dynamite where she beat two different two or three people, right? To yeah. get to fifty nine. So you're like, okay, like we've established a precedent for this mm-hmm. where like I'm I'm so good. I don't I can beat more than one person a night, right? I yeah. just beat her, biggest challenge I've ever had. Bring on another one. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. So like, it, it would be different if yes, Chris Statlander Shocker comes in and wins the title. Right. If she walked out and goes, "I, I want to fight you," and then right Jade's now. like, "Yeah, sure, sounds good," yeah, and yeah, then yeah. loses, mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, you sound stupid." Right. But you set the president up, mm-hmm. and then Mark Sterling's one that made the announcement for another person, mm-hmm. so it annoyed me slightly less. Yeah. And I think it was a good moment because it's not like it. W- it's not like like Burt Baker walked out; she's like a five time champion. Yeah, yeah. Or like you know Charlotte does it, or whoever does it. Yeah. It's like okay, this person who's never won it. Yeah. Is out from injury, out, surprise out from injury, return, good yeah. return, wins the title, good moment. Crowd finally was like happy oh. about something. Yeah, it, yeah, it kind of took him out of neutral there. Um, I was confused by her entrance, Jade Cargill's entrance, because it felt like a babyface entrance. Mm-hmm. Like with all the dancing, I'm like, she's a heel. I don't understand. Yeah. And I, I actually prefer her actual entrance to whatever the hell that was too. Yeah. Her, I thought that sorority. was her actual song, and I got confused. Yeah, no, that's why I was. So I was like, what the hell's happening? I thought it was just the one chick singing, and I was like, this is terrible. I, like, I turned to good. Josh, and I was like, so like, is this her entrance normally? Because I don't want yeah. to watch her yeah. entrance. No, her actual entrance is much better. Yeah. But anyway, um, I dig it. It's her sorority, all that stuff. Just felt like a babyface entrance to me. But um, match was fine. Nothing all that spectacular about it. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, yeah, Chris Statlander coming back though and winning it. I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Look, I, I think he had to figure out a way to get it off Jade. Where you can show, okay, she can be beat, but at the same time, keep her strong enough where you go, okay. Yep. I, I anticipate there's going to actually wind up being a babyface turn for her at some point, and mm-hmm. she's going to take the title. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the world title, yeah, not the, the world TBS title, title yes, for yes, clarification yes. purposes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was that. Um, sure. Yeah, so we got through this match, yeah. and I said, hmm, okay. this card's not the best. Yeah, we're hitting on, like, three out of six cylinders right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we could, we could definitely be doing better. Yeah, but it's not great. Yeah. And then we enter this four away. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. I thinking? This is really good. Uh, MJF, Darby, yep. Jack Perry, Sammy Guevara. Uh, got four and three quarter stars. Could have just give it five. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna be that guy. I mean, you could give it four and a, like, yeah. doesn't really matter. It's close enough. It's it's second best or best match on the yeah, show. Yeah. Yep. Not even close. Um. Literally every time MGF goes out, it's just banger for match these days. It's kind of crazy. They're they're doing such good storytelling. This was the best case scenario for this match. Absolutely. It really was. I thought they did a great job. I've been putting this this concept over for a mm. while, right? Where I was like, this is the best case scenario where you get three guys who maybe individually challenging MGF, you know, have no shot. You put MGF in a little more danger, right? Mm-hmm. Allow him to overcome that. So it's like, well, who's he got to beat, right? And you kind of forget where you go, man. He beat Brian. He's beat Moxley. He's beaten Punk before like you know that's not going to happen against you like where do we go right mm-hmm. so i think it makes that match with cole that much bigger because they've never really had any real interaction mm-hmm. um the storytelling in this 
fantastic. Going to the, each of their mentors' oh finishers God. was so good. I'm like, if you don't get it, I don't know how to help you. They spoon fed it to they you. They really did. If you don't get and it, I can't. Help I love you. they. They did Cody last, and yes. everyone flipped for yes. it because, because think, they knew they're like the first one. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. And they then, did. They yeah. did the code breaker, uh-huh. and then the Christian one. Yeah. The and then kill every, switch. Yeah. The kill switch. Yep. And then Sammy or uh, Darby did the the death drop yep. on someone. Yep. And everyone was like, "So who's MGS here?" Yeah, and right. like everyone was like, yeah. "Is it gonna be cool? Uh, like, are you gonna do it?" And he does. Ah, right, it was yeah. so good. Um, the the best, some of the best part, like MGF's monologue. Yeah. Oh like, shit! What are you doing? What are you oh, doing? Yeah, right. And then, like when the yeah the Darby yeah. one, he was like, "What is this?" Yeah, and exactly. as he's doing it, like it just feels so. A lot of guys try to do it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like he MJF did it where it felt like very natural. Mm-hmm. Like, he's taking a page out of the box book. Uh huh. You know, oh, like, oh, you're dead. Like that. Yeah, that, that, that small little small comments. little things. Or mm-hmm. he he was about to get super dead. Call. He goes, "You're just so stupid," and they yeah. got hit from a different direction. Right. Just all that stuff was just so good. I can't over say. It I will. I will was. say this. I do have one minor complaint because I did really enjoy this. I didn't love the finish. Okay. I didn't love the. Like the landing, like I felt like there could have been a more impactful way of doing it. Almost, mm. I, I like I felt like you like we were at like a nine, like we're going like hard balls to the wall, and then at the end it was just kind of like, oh okay, and mm. maybe it's just because you never really felt like he wasn't going to keep it in my mind, yeah. but like because you're like, there's no way they take it off MGF, so maybe any finish would have done it. I I, I think that's yeah. kind of what well, it maybe is that is. I'm, I'm being fully transparent. Like I'm um, like I'm like I just I thought the finish was just like. That was okay. I I I like laughed, but also I didn't. I didn't love the idea of Darby being incapacitated from like landing on a right. boat. Right, that that's, was kind of my that's kind like, of the part. Like he got thrown off of a fucking building, basically in a body bag, and he got up and he was fine. Yeah. So he lands on the belt, side headlock takeover, which I get is a, is a is funny, right? That yeah, part of it. It's the callback. Yeah, everything. yeah, I get that. Um, but everything, I was like. Maybe that was I, do, but I, do I feel like if you would have pinned Jungle Boy, it would have been better because he landed on, like, okay, that takes Darby out enough. Yeah. But he just hit the coffin drop. So really, Darby did the damage to pin Jungle Boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I, okay. I will think it's, I do think it's hysterical, though, when he just, like, he slowly just went and, yeah. like, threw the belt yeah. onto him and right. then, like, ran away. Yeah. And uh, it was just so funny how he, the stuff he does is just mm-hmm. so hysterical to me. Yeah. And then when he lands on it, and I love I loved the idea of the finish. I think it could have been done yeah. better. Let me ask you this. From a Jungle Boy perspective, right, because we saw in the match with the belt, right, is he going to use it, is he not mm-hmm. going to use it, all that stuff. Do you think he's going to turn heel? I think he has A to. lot of people are really pegging on him, like, joining Bullet Club Gold with Jay and I think he Juice. has to. I think and that'd be a lot like, of fun. He has to get with someone with a promo. Yes, because he can't he talk. he can't talk. No. He can go. Yes, yeah, yeah, and I think with Bullet Club Gold, if he just sits behind Jay, Jay and lets and them just go. let Jay go, and then he's just kind of there. I know we're not talking like the actual dynamite, but Jay and Juice versus FTR. Yep, yeah, sounds good. But the problem is, once again, FTR has been just got the title. They're not going to win the title. I know, but, and that bumps me out a little but, bit because I'm like, Jay White needs to start stacking some wins here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now we'll say if you wanted to throw, okay, Jungle Boy gets in there. Now you get Jay, Juice, and Jungle Boy versus House of Black. I'm about that life. And we can we can throw that there too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more that's very more realistic. Well, that, somebody had said, okay, you put Jungle Boy as a heel, and then you have the three man, right? And then now it's those against. And then when Punk comes back, it's Punk and FTR versus Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, and you go, is. and then you and then you spin that off into Jay White versus Punk. Punk. Yeah, Promo City, baby. Yeah, that'd be really that's good. What, that's what you want. That'd yeah. be a lot that, that would be a really good first rivalry for Punk to get in there too. Yeah, and then put a Jay over because he should. <laughs> 
Yeah, 1,000% should, but probably would, but you, you, you should. Um, I wonder if that's like a caveat. I'm very interested in the Collision Show. Where punk, spoiler alert, we're going to talk punk, punk, punk coming back. But, um, oh, are we? That, yeah, that's how the sh- Shocker. Um, of like, okay, you're going to go out there. First probe, you're going to go out, and someone's going to beat you in six minutes. That's so funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Action Andretti gets the second biggest <laughs> win of his career. Anyway, uh, let's keep going. Yeah, no. Match, great four-way. Yeah, this is really One, good. Top-tier four-ways. Uh, that is everything they possibly could. And like I said, if you don't understand storytelling, watch this match because they literally went, hey, we're going to tell a story in this match now. And if you don't get it, then you, I don't know how to help you yeah. at that point. I would say this is probably the only match on the show I'd rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. This um, is really good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, Even though the last match got a higher star rating, I'm never going to go back and watch this match. You know, I, I just have trouble watching. Yeah, big match like, like ten like man tag yeah. stuff like this. Like I just, I just don't care that yeah. much to go back to those. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anarchy in the arena. I do think, in general, this match might be slightly better. Yeah. In terms, I had of more fun like, in the fan way. Yeah, I, I definitely did too. Yeah. But I think this match might be better. Yeah. But. I would never go back and watch this Anarchy in the Arena. Yeah. Just like I wouldn't watch the other Anarchy in the Arena. So yeah. I just have no mm-hmm. interest in it. Yeah. Like, I have trouble going back and watching, like, war games ever. Oh, like, God. they're just, like... Yeah, I'm done with that. They're not great. I'm, I'm done with that premise, Yeah, too. They're, they're not great in the in the moment. Right. But they're definitely not fun to go back and rewatch 45 <laughs> minutes of. <laughs> yeah, no um, or, like, the TNA lockdowns where they have, oh, like, 8 on 8 or whatever. Yeah, or lethal lockdowns. Lethal lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Those are boring, too. Yeah. All that stuff's just, like, really boring to me. But anyway... Anarchy in the arena here. Blackpool Combat Club, Brian, Claudio, Moxley, Wheeler versus the Elite, Paige, Kenny, Bucks, Bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like what I did there? Yeah, I thought Bucks, that. Bucks, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, I've heard the complaint of some people hating the the wild thing three and a half times Hated over. It. Hated it. I thought it was fine. Hated it because... It wasn't this song. It was somebody else singing it. Yeah. And I didn't know who they were, number one, either. So that was the other thing. I was like, who the hell are... I had to go look them up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have no idea. Um, best match... Be- I would say... I want to say third best spot of the match was them kicking the lead singer. I think that's what they were hoping for, yeah. is people just get annoyed to yeah. kick the lead singer to yeah. finish the song. Because he didn't sing very well, either. Yeah, it, it was just great. badly played. I was like, yeah. if you're going to do it, just put the damn song over the loudspeaker. Mm-hmm. If that's where we're going to do it. Yeah. Just put the normal well, that's song the, out you there. Know, I didn't actually know. Apparently, they actually just had trouble turning it off last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they had an audio problem where they couldn't, like, get it off. And so Jericho went and unplugged it, and that's how they turned it off. Uh, so that's, that's why I was going so much. Oh. And then it just made it a thing to do it this year where they had uh, live guys singing. Yeah, I could, didn't know that. I thought yeah. they were just playing If we could just stop it. doing that altogether, I'd be yeah. fine. But, um, yeah, I think they made, like, a joke this time for yeah. guys Especially to Especially considering the that they're the bad guys. It really mm-hmm. doesn't make. Are you going to play Carry On My Wayward Son the whole time tonight, um, too? Yes, I mean, please, but at the same That'd time, let's fun. not. Um, but yeah, uh, this match was fun. Uh, a lot of crazy spots that we don't really need to get into all of them because they're all Matt's wild. foot, bro. Oh, it's terrible. Yikes. Man. Matt's foot. Um, twice. Twice. Exploded. The ex- and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the exploding shoe plus yeah. the thumbtacks in the foot. Yeah. Just never going to walk again, I don't no. think. Um you know, Kenny and Hangman versus everybody was a really cool spot when mm-hmm. you when they were like, "All right, it's us two, let's fight them," and right. then they start going at all four of them was fun. Right. Um, Claudio taking Matt to like else worlds, yeah. and just beating him up in the mm-hmm. back of a truck was funny. Yeah. Um, basically, we get to the end of this match, yeah, and uh, we get the reveal yep. of um. Don Cows comes in with his little scurvy Don Cowsness, mm-hmm. and Takeshka. Ruins it for the elite. Joins Bullet Club question mark. 
and Blackpool Comic or Club. Blackpool Comic Club. Sorry, yep. joins Blackpool Comic Club question mark. Yeah, and Blackpool wins. Yeah, it's like with I, a Wheeler Yuta on Kenny Omega win. Yeah, which that one was like, I would have lost all everybody. My money everybody out. else is like established, right? Yeah. Well, right. I was just like, I was expecting like a Matt Jackson pin because yeah, I was right. like, who? Well, because like, the feud is, but that's why I'm confused. Is it Don Callis and Takeshita feuding with Kenny now, or is it? Takeshita and Don Callis are joining Blackpool Combat Club because they yeah. didn't igno- like they didn't raise each other's hand. Like there was not that symbol of like oh all, all five together. guys are holding. Yeah, up I think arms, right? I think it's just like a collective. We don't like Kenny. Yeah, and the elite. That's what's uh, weird. I like the fact that Takeshita is now a heel, mm-hmm. and they're giving Don Callis as his mouthpiece because I think that levels him up immediately. He's got the goods to go head to head against anybody. Yeah, he just hasn't had the opportunity, right? Because he can't speak very good English, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dig that. That's Absolutely. a lot of fun. I can get behind that. I just am a little confused as to where Don Callis is fitting because it didn't feel like Don Callis when he turned in Detroit, where we were like, "Is he with BCC or is he just turning on Kenny?" Yeah, I think. We still haven't seen any other interaction with those two entities together. Yeah, so my 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 thought process was he turned on Kenny, and because Blackpool's feuding yeah. with the elite, mm-hmm. he's kind of just like there. Right. Yeah, should be weird. there. He's not really like I think when the feud is over. Yeah, they're not he's not going to be together. It's just going to be Callus and Takeshka doing the stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. So I I, I dig the but I dig the fuel turn. Yeah, I dig I the like all turn. that stuff. Yeah. Um, and after the show, post show, I really thought this was a Bushi come like Bushi was going to come out, and mm-hmm. everyone, the whole place was going to mm-hmm. flip out. Yeah. no one came out, but the Kenny gone. I might have to call up some people. Yeah, right. That's no. not an AEW. Yeah, and everyone went. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so right. We're ready. Then yeah. We're getting that blood and guts with Ibushi and the Elite and everybody versus yeah. all Blackpool and whatever. We're getting that. And it's gonna be wild. <laughs> Hey man, wasn't it? Ibushi, Ibushi might kill someone because he kills people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. If that, if if we're spinning off into Takeshita versus Kenny, that's a that's yes. a star making program. That's what that is for. So that's huge. Because um, you've done Moxley already, right? Him and Brian, we we've got all the rest of the guys set up, right? So mm-hmm. that was big. I thought this match was good. Um, like I said. I, it's one of those things where it's like, like you said, I'm never going to go back and watch this. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate the efforts and stuff. It, I'm sure it was fun been, in the moment. Yeah, Absolutely. fun in the moment. Like, okay, cool. I had a nice time. But I'm like, okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. once again, I honestly feel like in the, in these situations, if you would have just said it's a no holds barred eight man tag rather than anarchy in the arena and like we had tags and stuff and people beating each other up, I feel like it would have been better because you got to Ooh. see all those guys. Oh, I don't know about tags. I'm t- I'm, no, I'm serious, dude. Think about, about it, man. You've got eight of the best in the world yeah. going at it like that. No, where I, you're just I, I, going. I like the idea of them just like beating each other anywhere and yeah. doing whatever you want. Um, yeah. I think that's fun, but. We still haven't seen that straight up eight man. And I think that could be a match where you go, they go 40 minutes and you just go. That was awesome because you have eight of the best. I mean, um, seven. Wheeler's not there yet. But, you know, everybody else has got some sort of resume. Yeah. You know, like that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, thoughts on this show overall? It was good. Yeah. It's it's probably um, it's, one of the it's, worst in the last two years. It's literally for me, it's like, it was all right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I'm at with uh-huh. it. You know, I thought they... Outside of the last couple, you know, you didn't really have a lot of progression and stuff, right? You felt, mm-hmm. I felt like the matches were kind of like, hey, we've got enough story to get us there, but we're not really going to follow up much on it afterwards. 
You know? Yeah, you, some of the feuds ended. Yeah. Some you could tell. I think this is where they would get a problem with monthly pay-per-views, is I don't think they'd be good at finishing and starting stories on time. Yeah. Um, because Forbidden Door is coming up, so they were like, we kind of have to finish some stuff, but we kind of yeah. want to progress some things into that, but also right. not. They, they're, it's very, who knows? Right. Um, I watched press conferences after. They're all funny. Yeah. God, MJF is just yeah. hysterical. He's person. such a dick. He is such a human dick. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So. Um, let's shift focus a little bit then, right? We've got you know, so AEW news, right? CM Punk officially coming back, mm-hmm. right? Coming to Collision, right? He's gonna be on the first show. Everybody's mixed, right? The reaction was not the overwhelming. Reaction was very mixed. So like that's interesting in itself. I am fascinated. Now they're doing it in Chicago, mm-hmm. but if he gets booed in Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be he's straight heel. If he goes heel, and I think he honestly should, he should absolutely, and I think that would help out quite a bit. Yes. Um, the agree. other kind of the big news for Forbidden Door that we're getting out of the New Japan realm, we have two major major matches. We're at a point where basically Mike made the sex to me where he goes, "I don't care what else is on this was on this card." That's how good these matches are going to be. We've got to start off. You've got Kenny versus Will Ospreay two. For the IWGP United States Championship. Clearly the most important title in New Japan right now, clearly. Um, no offense, Sonata. Love you to death. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Dream match. Never thought you'd see it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, what else is on the card? Don't care. Don't care. Literally. Really don't. Yeah. Honestly, I, and here's the thing. What else would probably be on the card? Probably, like, MGF and Sonata. Probably FTR will be somewhere on the show. Yeah. You know? Maybe. Um, yeah. Does it matter? Not really. Not really. No. <laughs> I don't know how you follow it. I really don't. These I, Well, it, these have to be some of your last matches. Yeah. If I, anything, this, the Kenny one maybe should be well, MJF's like, I don't even want to work for Midor. So maybe you don't even have MJF on the show. Maybe. That's possible. It wouldn't be the worst thing. It wouldn't be the worst thing? Because no. I don't yeah. know if you're going to. Well, because you it's you like, what have, do you do, right? You can't put him in a title match. What, what You've got a month. And, yeah. you, and you last week you did not build anything, so it's like, who are you going to throw in there? I would rather take the eight weeks to build to him and Cole, yeah. and take them off the show. Even if they do the like contract signing on Forbidden Door or or something, right? Yeah. To get there, maybe you let that breathe, you mm-hmm. know, and have just Sonata come and work against a Moxley or somebody, you know, and or Claudio, whoever. Um, yeah, those are two monumental matches where you're like, oh shit, like this. That's Humongous, I, absolutely humongous. I don't know what else. I to got say. Kenny and Will in Canada. Just yeah, yeah. I got that place is gonna be nuts. That place is gonna be nuts for Kenny. Yeah. Very interested in how they book it. End up, uh, yeah, getting to three. Well, if Osprey wins, then you you I, immediately I have three. I don't think, I don't think Osprey's gonna. I'm just saying, if you do that, I know though, that, there's one, the easy one. way. It's yeah, the it's one, one one. Yeah, but I don't think he will win in Canada. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe he cheats to win. Uh huh. Maybe he gets disqual. Maybe Osprey gets disqualified from hitting the hidden blade too many times, and I will die. If yeah, it's disqualified. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh great. That's WWE finish. Yeah, if I've ever seen one. Didn't hold up to the code of honor. <laughs> <laughs> the new Japan code yeah, of yeah, honor. Exactly. <laughs> didn't make the twenty count. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so big news there uh, coming out of there. Also, real quick, going back to WWE, we have a new championship, the undisputed championship, Mike, given to Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, cares? Uh, I thought the only thing that was interesting was yep. it looked like it was carrying the lineage of the Universal title. Yeah. 
Because that cage match, they took out the WWE title. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Yeah, I don't think it's going to. I, I would doubt it does, yeah. but interesting. Because they keep taking away from the word universal. They're just like, he's been champion for a thousand days. Uh-huh. And you go, yeah, let's just move it over. You know, yeah. Like, you could say yeah. he was universal champion for a thousand days, but you're like, he was world champion for a thousand days. You can say that and just be yeah good. Like, yeah. you're not going well, yeah, to get rid of the WWE championship lineage. That uh-huh. would be a disaster. Yeah. I know that's just how it looks, and that's yeah. how it is, like, yeah. right now yeah. on, like, cage match and stuff. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like... That would be interesting. It does feel weird. It feels like that time in 2002 where you had the WWE Undisputed Championship and then you had the World Championship. It's like the exact same thing right Mm -hmm. now. So it's weird. I do like how they call it the Undisputed Universal Championship. Yeah. And then they have another world title there. Yeah. So it's like. Well, the universe is one thing. And then you got the world. So it's like, figure it out. Okay. Get the whole galaxy under my How would you feel about the? You're the belt guy. Did you go, it looks the exact same as all the other ones? Well, you could tell based (laughs) when it was under the damn thing. the, The velvet cloth i went so all right we're keeping the big w's got it right mm-hmm. i was like i was really hoping it wasn't gonna be something stupid where i was just like like one belt again right where i just said like or had like roman's logo or something <laughs> stupid behind because you don't know how you know how they do this stupid crap yeah um i dig it i don't i don't i i like the fact listen if you're talking you have to think about this stuff sometimes from a business right and when you see that wwe logo on around patrick mahomes's waist at the super bowl or around on somebody's shoulder when they're celebrating the Stanley Cup or winning the World Series, guess what? That's free promotion you can't buy. You know what I mean? There has to be some level of business. These th- The replica belts wouldn't exist if no one bought them, mm-hmm. right? So in that notion, I don't really hate it. I think it's a smart move. You've got a title that's not solely focused on the WWE logo with the World Championship, which is which is a lot of fun, a lot of throwback. Um the big logo like it is. I don't actually hate the design. I kind of like it. I, I, it's not the best thing in the world. Like, if they brought back, like, this, you know, like, or the Big Eagle even, right? Like, from Attitude Era past or from, like, the 90s, would I lose my freaking mind? Yes. Would I have it already bought? Yes. Um, I dig it. I thought they did enough. It's got the gold plating now. It's got the different stones and stuff like that. You knew. I never thought they were going to completely go away from it, right? It doesn't really make sense to go away from it. So, I think they just kind of... Tried to level it up yeah. a little bit. Make it stand out, but still recognizable. I mm-hmm. think it's a fair comp where it's, you know, it's everyone's like, oh, the, you know, I would, it would have been more annoying if the world championship looked like the current WWE title, yeah. which just said world champion, and then this belt came out. Mm-hmm. Then I would understand the frustration. Like when the Universal debuted, everybody went, oh, so it's the same belt? Well, this well, sucks. With the red strap. Exactly. Or strap right, color. exactly. So, like, that sucked. This, I think, I think it works. So I dig mm-hmm. it. Um, all right, let's shift focus here a little bit. Um, college football coming out with some news. I guess mm-hmm. football in general, right? NFL yeah, football. and college football, yeah. right? Announcing a deal with uh, Peacock where we're going to have games exclusively streamed on Peacock. So if you don't have Peacock, you may not be able to watch a Michigan football game. Or you may not be able to watch Michigan State play Washington. There you go. I was going to say a team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, NFL wildcard weekend is going to be affected by this as well, Mike. And you brought this up in our pre-show meeting. And, you know, I didn't really think about the implications, but I do think it's something we should at least hit on. Uh, thoughts on it if you're a regular, you know, watcher of football, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say regular because you are not in that scope. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> I'm not a normal person. Yeah, you're not normal. No, you're 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 ingrained in it. You're in the fabric of it. Um, I see. I don't necessarily have that big of a problem. Yeah. But I do see 
the problem. Yeah. I can see why people are going to bitch about it. Yes. I I absolutely see the reason why people would bitch about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it it impacts the um, college Mm -hmm. watching slightly more than the NFL. So the NFL dipped their toes in streaming with Mm -hmm. their Amazon Prime games last year. Right. Where it was like Thursday Night Football was only on Amazon Prime. Right. So if you don't have Prime, tough luck. You're not Mm -hmm. watching Thursday Night Football. Right. Uh, It really helps out when their Thursday games just suck. Right. So it's like, oh, you know, Houston, Indianapolis. I guess if I don't watch that one, not too big of a deal for me. big division game, Mike. Okay. Who's going to finish third? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's third and who's fourth? I don't know. It's tough. Um, But... Uh, I do think for like college fans, it is annoying when yeah. you know twelve o'clock on mm-hmm. the first Saturday of college football. It's like all right, got Michigan game, you got yep. the Ohio State game, and you have the Alabama game for say whatever it is, and you have these three games, and you have your clicker to go back and forth in between. And so when Michigan goes to the halftime or commercial, all right, mm-hmm. we'll flip the switch, CBS Alabama game, cool, right. whatever. And now when you're on sitting on Peacock, it's a, it takes a lot longer to go. Okay, exit the app, go over to the TV. <laughs> yeah, right. Now let me go switch. Then over. I gotta remember to go back. And I gotta remember because I can't just click a button to go back to Michigan. I have to enter, re-enter the app. Yep. So yep. I do think for. College, it's annoying because there's a lot of games on at times, mm-hmm. and so it's like trying to flip back and forth. Yep. I think the NFL one, yes, annoying that they're not making it easily accessible to watch a playoff game. Right. But I think if you're going to watch an NFL playoff game, yep. um, one, you're probably not going to be co-watching it with something else, and two, you're going to watch it regardless. And it's a wild card, right? So like, if your team's not in it, and it's a, it's a you know, if it was if a, it was Vikings Giants, right? Are you really all that upset that you missed out? Yeah, right. Like, if you're not a Vikings fan, you're not a Giants fan. You know, if you're especially like if you have a team in the AFC, like I don't care at all about the NFC playoffs, quite frankly, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, eh. So I, I I don't think it affects it as much. No, and like so home markets, yeah. like if, so if the Lions had a Saturday night game, right? Theirs would still be on right Fox, right? And so you're just out of market would have to get the Peacock thing, right? So. Obviously, it wouldn't affect your team yes. because unless yeah. you like, for me, I watch yeah, Seattle, Seattle games, right, right, right. so yeah. I would have to figure that out. Obviously, mm-hmm. but as a like a Lions fan, or you know, if you're a Pittsburgh fan in Pittsburgh or whatever, mm-hmm. it wouldn't affect you. It only affects other teams, right? And so, um, I don't think it's the worst thing for the NBA, NFL playoffs. I think uh, Prime Video for Thursday night football games they just legal or they just allowed for. Um, them to move the games around for yeah, flexing yeah. games right, 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 uh, right. 12 days in advance or whatever it is. And so if they have a really shitty game and there's a much better game, they can flex back to Thursday and it makes right. sense. They can flex games around so the games might be a little better on Thursday nights. But yeah. I think it affects college football a little more, but I don't think it's like the end of the world that you can't watch Michigan. They're just trying to get ahead of the fact that people are cutting the cord. Yeah. That's really what it is mm-hmm. because you go, we got we to gotta have these deals in place so when everyone starts to drop cable at some point, which is going to happen in the next 20, 30 years, right? Not now, but it's it's happening, right? Where yeah. less and less people have cable. I mean, honestly, if I didn't have live wrestling or live sports that I needed to watch, A, for the show and just for my own amusement, the odds of me having cable, probably pretty slim. Mm-hmm. I really only watch like 12 channels, right? Mm-hmm. And that's most of them are just because of one of those two things. So if I had the option to be like, hey, I can watch Raw live through Peacock, I would just pay for Peacock, right? Mm-hmm. Or I, you know, can I watch this through that, right? You know, can I watch Lions games through, you know, Hulu or mm-hmm. name a streaming service? Yes. Okay, cool. That's that's what I'll watch, right? So um, 
interesting, right? It's just, you know, something a little noteworthy for sure. Um, let's move on to the hardwood, right? We've got NBA Finals, Game 1. The LeBron LA Lakers are not in it. Oh, really? No, they're not. Oh, you know, I was looking. I was looking for. <laughs> I was looking for LeBron, and yeah. I just didn't see. They're it. In I, the, I thought they were wrong. I was. They're like, in the Cancun Finals with the Boston Celtics. Mm, yeah, you know, I think they won Game One of that one. Oh, actually. they definitely did. Yeah, Jason Tatum's got no ankles. He's got. He's done. LeBron went for eighty, um, but he didn't have enough assists, so everyone's just crucifying him <laughs> online. Um, Anthony Davis still missing, by the way. It's fine. Um, but uh, we you, got, you missed that bunny hook. I can't imagine. <laughs> When Lonnie, plays- wait for it. Lonnie Walker just missed another pass out of bounds. All right, there it is. Um, we've got the Heat. We've got Denver. Denver, pretty dominant game one. Mike, um, now that we actually have the finals, right, because the Heat decided to play with their food a little bit, clearly. Um, who you got in this series? I mean, I'm Denver all the way at this point. Like, okay. I feel like they're the team of destiny right now. I just yeah. feel like they're on such a roll. Where they, they clear that ladle, the ladles, the Laker hurdle mm-hmm. it kind of just feels like at this point they're like well we're not gonna take the the foot off the game especially because of that big layoff and they still came out as well as they did game one where you didn't have that like the oh we got to kind of get back into like the intensity mm-hmm. of the game the fact they came out and just pretty much dominated throughout i was like oof, that's not a great sign for the heat yeah um you're I'm gonna take the heat because you hate Jokic so much. I can already tell. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I'm taking the heat <laughs> okay. in six. Six? Yeah. Wow. Because well, I think they went on their home court. Okay. I think we go seven. I, I think Denver wins because I don't know if they can. I don't know if they'll take it in Game Seven in Denver. That's a tough. So they're gonna obviously. steal Game Two and then just win three straight at home. Is is it two three two still right? No, it's two two one one one. Oh, it is. So oh, if they steal, if they steal okay. Game Two, they get three four at home, lose Game Five, win Game Six. Okay. Awesome. So the so the Laker thing. <laughs> that's yeah that's exactly what the Laker thing was it just didn't work um so I don't I mean I don't have a strong criteria of why I have the heat yeah. outside of I hate Jokic you just really don't want Jokic you just because you don't want to come on this show <laughs> two weeks from now yeah and I go so Mike I think you owe everybody um a statement mm. of Jokic is the best player in basketball I asked you on Twitter because I wanted to get it in writing yeah. Right. And I was like, so what does this mean? Listen, I you acquiesced. You did. At this moment, I yeah. think he's top two. Okay. I him and Giannis. Him, him and Giannis. Okay. But I if think, he wins, I still think it's Giannis. You do. By like that much. Oh. By like a hair. Okay. Just because I think Giannis is better defense. Like I think he's good on yeah. defense. Yeah. Um. My only so here's here's why I kind of came down to this. Yeah. And I'll I'll ask you these. Okay. But you're gonna give. Answers that I think are completely different, so then it's not going to work as well. That's we'll okay. try. I got you. So I'm going to try. If Boston went into the series okay. against Denver, okay, you would have Denver, obviously. Yeah, pretty much. I have Denver well, either way. So what? What would you have Denver in? Uh, I'd have Denver in probably six. Denver in six. Okay. Yeah. I have them in probably in six still. Anyway, I, there's no way I don't. Think, I don't think it's like okay. a sweep or anything. Yeah. So if Milwaukee. Didn't have to play Miami in the first round when yeah. Giannis got hurt yeah, by yeah. the Hawks. If Milwaukee got to the finals, mm-hmm. what what who would you have favored? Considering Giannis plays yeah. well, right, right, right. Yeah. Like in a Giannis is fine. Giannis, Giannis is playing is fine, like Giannis. Yeah, he's playing like yeah. normal Giannis. Yeah. Who would you have favored, and how many games? I would say, I would say the Bucks are probably favored, mm-hmm. but like oh, to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying yeah to me okay. only because they'd been there, right. Um I here's here's why I'm so heavy Denver right now in this in this silo. Okay, is because I thought they played 
really well against the Lakers, and they withstood the Lakers' best punches. Where we, we talked like last week, where this easily could have been a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. Lakers could have stolen games two, three, and four at any point in time. Yeah. It wasn't blowouts. So with that, and the fact they were able to withstand what LeBron was able to do, what AD, Austin, all these guys were throwing these haymakers, and they were like, took it and came back. I feel like they're just playing like that team where you go, it's just them. I'm sorry. You mm-hmm. just th- there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Giannis and Jokic, even if they cancel each other out, the difference though is right now Jokic is winning without sh- without shooting the ball, mm-hmm. and that's where Denver, where Giannis is would struggle. Yeah. Defensively, fine, lock him down. That's fine because yeah. he's just gonna hit Jamal Murray. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I think on paper, yes, I would have the Bucks favored, but I would still actually pick Denver to win the series. Because of how they're playing. And what, so would you say like six, seven games? Seven so games. Seven, seven games. games. Yeah, I, okay. I, I got to give them the benefit of the so doubt. So that actually lined up a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Okay. I, thought, I thought you were going to say like sweep on both. No, God, no. No, come on. Um, it's the finals. The, the only reason I, I feel any yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of confidence in the Heat yeah. is the Heat annihilated both those teams. Right. Like right. demolished. Yeah, for both. sure. Yeah. Like Giannis yeah, yeah. had a 40-20 game. Yeah, yeah. And the Heat killed them mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah. Like five games for Denver or for Milwaukee. Yeah. Realistically won five of the seven against the Heat. I get the nine, the point nine <laughs> second tip in, but they were the better Nobody team. Nobody can box game. out. Yeah, no one knows how to box out. Yeah. And they were, oh, sure. Yeah. But they basically were better than mm-hmm. the five of the seven games. Right, right, right. If you're saying that the Bucks would take them seven, yeah, yeah, and they beat the Bucks in five, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like transit of property. Oh no, yeah, I get it, you. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying that they are well coached at a good. Uh, they're a very underrated. Everyone's looking at them like, "Ah, oh, it's gonna be a sweep." No, no way. And I'm no. like, I think Jimmy Butler no. plays up, mm-hmm. and I think they will find a way to advance this. Series Listen, farther. this game two is so important. When's game? Is that today? Today it is today. So Sunday. we're gonna talk about this in post. Or obviously, but like if game two goes the Heat's way, you go, okay, everything changes. Yes. Because now you're like, okay, now you got to go to Miami. Now now it's on Denver's to like, I got to steal one of these, mm-hmm. right? To, to take my advantage back. Yep. Um, if Denver wins game two, I think it's going to be it's a, much harder a really tall task. Absolutely. Like the, I felt like that in the Western Conference Finals the same way where I went, Lakers lose game one, not all that shocking. Game two, though, yep. if the Lakers don't steal game two, now you're like, man, you really put yourself behind an eight ball where you're like, we can still win this series, but, man, we really gave ourselves no margin for error. And I think that's yeah. where Miami's at. I was just impressed with how Denver played where Jokic takes three shots in the first half and they're still up. And you're just like, man, he's just – they're just dominating at a different yeah. level yeah. because you have everybody contributing. It's not Jokic putting up 50. It's not Giannis putting up 100. It's not LeBron going for 40 in the first half. Mm. It's, hey, Jamal Murray's got – 15. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, Aaron Gordon's giving you a solid 12, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Contavious Caldwell Pope gave me nine. Yeah. I I, I also looked, that game one was weird. It was weird. a weird game. So, you know, one of their the Heat's better player, Max yeah, yeah. Schroes, going 0 for 11. Yeah, it's not going to I'm happen. just like, that's just not going to But you got happen. Tyler Hero coming back. Yeah. What What's his impact? Is he Because yeah. he's such a ball-dominant player. Does that mean that it's a it's going to hurt the Heat more than it's mm-hmm. going to benefit them? Because I thought Schroes is fitting well. Duncan Robinson knows how to shoot the basketball again. Yeah. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah. I also look at that that two free throws they took the entire game for the Heat, and I go, <laughs> Yeah, how does that we're, happen? Yeah, we're only going to take two. Every, if they took two every single game this entire series, I go, all right, now it gets sweet. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, like, you're not going to win when one yeah. team takes 34 yeah. and the other team takes two. Yeah, right. And you're not going to win. Exactly. And it was only a 10-point game. And no, I know you go, No, they didn't blow only, them out by any stretch. It wasn't a blowout. Nope, nope. It was competitive. There were competitive spurts in the fourth yes. quarter. They were just kind of overwhelmed. Yeah. Game two is going to be huge. Game, game two will be big. Two and three are the are the games where you go, 
who's going to yeah. win this Listen, series. Listen, if, if the Nuggets win two and three, then I'll just go, that, you had a good if, shot. If, if the Heat wins two and three, and you if go two heat, one, and you're like, oh shit. And you're going now, into Miami for game four, yeah, you're then like, I turn and look at Jokic. <laughs> Josh isn't here, but I'll turn him every time I'm looking at him yeah. and go, show me what you got. Yeah. Right, yeah, I am. I am interested in that as well. If if the Heat even it up, then it's like okay, now the pressure's back on Denver because the Heat are playing with house money, right? Where yeah. eight seed, we're not supposed to be there. Denver's like, hey, you just toppled the Laker, the Le- LeBron James led Lakers to mm-hmm. get here, right? Now it's like it's kind of on you to get this done at this point. You have Giannis isn't here to block you anymore. You don't really. You have the best player on the floor. It's, mm-hmm. it's Jokic, yeah. right? Now, do you have the best playoff player? I don't really know, but, you know, it's that's the debatable. Jimmy Buckets, man. There's a guy. You, you have Michael it, Jordan's right? Son is you had a week to, to, to get ready. They just went through a seven-game series because they allowed to give them some, you know, you did the thing. They did the thing that you, they everyone thought you were going to do. You were going to let L.A. back in in game three mm-hmm. or even game four and allow that to become a series again. They didn't do it. Yeah. They closed it. So now it's just about finishing the job. Yeah. I think they finish it. If it goes six or seven, I'm not going to be stunned. I just think that they have too much mm-hmm. right now. Where I think Jokic is going to be like, look, as much as like I had a bio, I just don't. He's not. He's not him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's where it's at. Yeah. Right but now. no, I would say um, Giannis is still my best, best player. player. But Jokic is two. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be that guy. Be like, oh, Jokic is seven. Yeah, yeah. I just like and randomly try to argue people that aren't there. Like it's it's one and two. He's gonna be riding that horse with his NBA championship into the. Next I mean, they have, they have the same – literally over the last five years, they have the exact same stats. <laughs> like, like in terms of playoff success, yeah, yeah. they both have – if they win the championship, it's going to be a championship, two MVPs, a yeah. finals MVP, a second-round exit, and a first-round exit. Yeah, that's that's literally that's like, the exact, and then some disappointments. Yeah, yeah, and then disappointments in there. Yeah, like, yeah. it's the exact same last five years, yeah. just in different order. Right. So, it's just – Last topic of the day today – uh, big news coming out of your Detroit Piston camp. And I was honestly, Mike, this was a home run to me. Monty Williams coming to Detroit, okay. former Phoenix Suns head coach, to a six-year, $70, like $8 million deal or something crazy. Yeah, he's 13 um, a year. Yeah, basically. couldn't care less about the money, quite frankly. It doesn't affect the salary cap. I don't, I, I don't know why we're all of a sudden reporting coaches' salaries, by the way. I don't know why that's such a big thing. Um, so. But anyway, um, I love it. I really do. I was sure. really getting concerned. Because I was like, okay, um, you know, Nick Nurse is going to Philly. Not that I necessarily wanted Nick Nurse, but I at least would have liked them to interview him, you know, or something, right? You okay? You've got the co- the new coach for the Bucks. You like people are starting to fill their spots, mm-hmm. and the Pistons knew they needed a head coach longer than anybody, and they're just kind of sitting there twiddling their thumbs. And I'm like, you lose out on Adoka because you didn't even really, I don't even think, talk to him. So like, your our options are like Kevin Ollie and some other like an assistant coach, and I'm like. Okay, like this is this is who we're gonna like. This is a huge hire here. Like you're at an apex of the rebuild where either we're gonna be rebuilding for the next twenty years or we're not. Like mm-hmm. you need somebody, and I feel like they went and got they put their money where their mouth is and went. Nope, we're gonna go get the guy. We're gonna try to get the best guy. We we're can. gonna try to get the best guy available, mm-hmm. and I really can't fault them for doing that. No. I think this is a home run acquisition. Yeah. Almost better than getting any other player in the NBA that is viable to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think this was a huge move for them. Yeah. I I do have multitude of concerns with Monty Williams. Okay. But in general, yeah. I like the move. Yeah. And no, I like, so the, the concerns come later. If they start getting good. If they become good. Yeah. Just like the Dwayne Casey thing. Yeah. If they were ever going to be good, I have concerns with, right. with how, how he coaches. Right. But 
in terms of the move at the moment in the yeah. rebuild that we're in, right. I love the move. He's now. he's and that's the thing, right? He took from Phoenix from a 19 win team to, to a 35, and then yeah. he, you know you. And now I don't necessarily know if it's going to happen that fast. No. However, having somebody there who has done this and understands what it takes to get a young team ready to go with a superstar that you know you had Devin Booker, right? So that was the guy. Okay, you got Cade. He's supposed to be the guy. You've got you've got enough Jane draft Ivy, picks. You got, you got some guys. Yeah. So it's like you know you've got. $30 million in cap right now. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to either, if you're going to take a guy at that fifth pick or you're going to trade that fifth round, trade the fifth round pick. Um, whatever you want to do, you've got flexibility. Mm-hmm. You've paid Monty Williams to come in here and start to develop that culture that you think you've, you've set already and let's take it to the next level and start elevating these yeah. guys. I think... As much crap as we want to give the organization and Tom Goris and stuff like that, I'm going to give him a lot of credit here and say, look, he opened up his checkbook and said, what do you want? Yeah. Right? What is it going to take to get you here? You're the guy. We Everybody else is just sitting there, you know, twiddling. Them. I can hire Kevin, Kevin Ollie tomorrow who just took an assistant job with the Nets. Mm-hmm. I can hire him tomorrow. What do you want? What is it going to take? He went, here's a check. What do you think is reasonable? And he went, okay, I want to be the highest paid coach. Done. Sold. You know what I mean? Dropping the bucket for Tom Goris. I, I love the move. I really, really do. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Pistons, I do want to ask you this question, right, as we kind of are kind of getting to the – we're at the end of the season, right? Free agency is going to be coming up sooner rather than later. You know, for you, is is this – like, do you think this is the only move that they're going to make and they're not really going to spend money in that way? Like, mm-hmm. this is it for them? Like, Monty Williams is your, quote-unquote, big acquisition yes, this season? absolutely. It makes me really sad to say that. I'm kind of in agreement with you, but it really hurts me. I want them to go spend money, but I don't want them to go spend money like Stan Van did, where, like, I'm going to go pay John Luer $47 million. Yeah, well, so, one, the the free agent class is not great this year. Yeah. Like, when, like, Cam Johnson is the guy that everyone... I like, saw Austin Reeves was going to get $100 million, yeah. and I went, you're insane. Yeah. Sorry, no way. Exactly. No um, way. And it's stuff like that. For my fourth option. Yeah. So, uh, no, I do not think they're going to spend money. No. Um, I don't really think they're in a position to really spend money either. Like, I feel like they need some sort of veteran help that's not Corey Joseph. Like, I need, like they need good people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just kind of accustomed to, like, when Dan Campbell first walked in. Yeah. It's like, the question was, so it's like, do you, do you try to make do of a roster? It's like, no. They're going to be bad. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. that first yeah. year. Let's, let's embrace the Let's suck. just embrace. Yeah. Get rid of the guys you don't like. Right. Figure out what you have the first year and right. then go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let Cade play a full year with the young guys and see, nice. if, see if him and Ivy can connect or him yeah. and Duran got something. Maybe quick, maybe you make some trade deadline acquisitions. Yeah. Or, you know, get rid of people or, or sell off mm-hmm. or do whatever there. But I think in terms of the free agent market, I would be shocked if they pull any – yeah, kind of. Relevant. Yeah, well, you know, like you know, you've got like the Jalen Browns of the world, right? You know, we've heard that Marcus Smart could be available from Boston, right? Like you've got guys. Um, those are just two because Boston I, just I know, lost, but, right? Uh, you know, I was just I'm just throwing names out there I, that would excite yes. people. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's a weird one. I feel like this is now. I feel like the pressure is now becoming to shift to Troy Weaver and go, hey, look, dude, you got the coach of the year again, and you now have another guy where you go, hey. You know he's turned it around, yeah. right? You're, he's the highest paid coach in the league. You're gonna have to provide some talent. Sounds here. very familiar to another no shit <laughs> coach. That we had. You're not wrong. Dwayne Casey, coach of the year, flames out in the playoffs three years in a row. Let's get that guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. At least he got to a finals. That's true. And he got to yeah. a finals, and he beat LeBron. He, Dwayne Casey still has <laughs> nightmares. Still to this day, he's like, "Oh, LeBron, <laughs> oh god." 
Oh, God. That fadeaway jumper yeah. just really couldn't stop Kyle it. Kyle Lowry out airballed again. Oh, that's no. the worst. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Monty Williams going to be in that same conference with Giannis for the next seven years, though. And in the same division. That's the oh, worst yeah, part about division, it. Yeah. With a good Cleveland yeah, team, too. Said, but uh, remember when we couldn't stop him from getting 50 in that finals game? Just, and as we still chanted MVP to Blake Griffin as we're getting killed in game four as he's taking free throws on one leg, and everyone's like, MVP. And I go, calm it down. <laughs> I appreciate what he's doing, but calm it down. <laughs> As he's sitting there riding the bench for Boston. Didn't even get like a real number. Like, you get 98. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what it is, dude. I it's know. gross. It's funny. All right. That's going to be it for this week's show. Next week, Mike, what do we got on tap next week? Exactly. That's exactly what we got. We got, we got stuff. We'll figure it out. Sure. Yeah, we're probably going to talk next week. We are going to talk Tigers next week. We're going to talk... The demise of their season. It's over, folks. We're, we're going to hit on that next week. Uh, we may have some football stuff coming in. We'll always have wrestling to talk about, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about how somehow the Denver Nuggets won four games in a row. I was so, going to say, uh, <laughs> listen, game, game four will be played on Friday. Yeah, there you go. And so it's Could either going to be a sweep or any iteration of up to four games yeah, because we're going to one. So. Exactly. That's it good. could be 2-2, two, two. and we could be talking about how the next two games Miami Heat can win. And we don't know. We don't <laughs> like, know. just really like, anybody but Jokic, it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, that's can, gonna be... can it be literally anybody else? <laughs> that's going to be it for this week's show. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merkel, Mike Merkel. I'm the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendeke. We will see you guys, as always, next time.